When I was growing up, Christmas was always such a special time. The flock Christmas tree, my mom's Rice Krispie treats, Bing Crosby singing Christmas in Killarney, and of course my dad taking those home movies while my brother and I ripped into the toys. And so you can imagine my first year away from college, when I hit Christmas break, how eager I was to get home. When I got to that front door and it opened up, I cannot tell you what it felt like to be home for Christmas. During this pandemic, we cannot meet like we usually do at church to celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ. So I wanted to invite you to come into my home and celebrate around the fire with my family and listen to the sound and the story of Christmas. And my prayer is that over the next hour, you will experience the love, the joy, and the peace that Christmas brings. In fact, you will experience the very presence of Christ. The word Advent comes from a Latin word, which means arrival or coming. And that's what we celebrate, that Jesus has come 2,000 years ago, that Jesus will come again, but that Jesus comes to us even right now where we are at, in our homes. In one place, Jesus says, for those who follow him and love him, that he and the Father would come to them and they would make their home with them. So grab some hot chocolate, cuddle up with the kids, and let's go home for Christmas. I'll see you inside.
to tell me what the man forgot to tell me why. I gotta count on being gone. Come on, mama. Come on, daddy. Please, what you want from me? Yeah. I'll be strong. And I'll be weak. Please, celebrate me home. Give me a number, please. Celebrate me home. Play me one more song that I'll always remember. That I can recall whenever I find myself to all alone. I can make believe I'm never gone. Baby, let me know where I belong and see me wife, Elisa, and I'll let her introduce the other member of the Foreman family. This is Arthur, our 190-pound Irish wolfhound. He's a big boy. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's one of the most often asked questions you get about Arthur? Uh, where does he sleep? And the answer is, wherever Anywhere. he wants. <laughs> and he's got a birthday coming up, doesn't yeah. he? His birthday's on December 29th. It's two days after our daughter's. Well, this will be our, our sixth Christmas with Arthur, and it's hard to believe you and I, this is our 37th Christmas together as husband and wife. And boy, there's so many memories. Do you remember the time I got the kids a dog for Christmas? Yeah. Now, nah, you're not supposed to do that, right? They tell you, don't do that. But I couldn't help myself. I broke all the rules. I went to the Central Valley, brought back a puppy, hid him, and then on Christmas morning, I gave the kids clues and they followed the clues like a treasure hunt all the way in the, yeah, until they found him. And boy, that moment, you remember it? Their faces lit up like the sun. And what was, what was our Welsh Terrier's name? Rusty. Rusty. Rusty was a wonderful dog. You know, a, a gift, a gift that breaks all the rules. You know, that's really what we celebrate at Christmas. That divinity takes on humanity. 
We read about this in John chapter one, verse 14. It says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. And then this, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. What kind of gift is that? God gives us the gift of himself. It's the most amazing, wonderful, rule-breaking, mind-bending, off-the-charts gift that has ever been given. It really is unprecedented. It had never happened before. It's never happened since. It was the moment that split history in two. When God comes all the way down to where we're at so that we can get all the way up to where we need to be. There was a farmer who, on one winter night, he was, heard a thumping outside, and he went and he looked at his window in the kitchen, and these sparrows were running into the window, attracted to the warmth inside. And so the old farmer put his jacket on and went out to the barn and opened up the barn and turned on the light and set up some hay in the corner. And then he put a trail of saltine crackers all the way into the barn to try to get the birds to go inside. But the birds were afraid of him, and so they hid in the distance. And then he tried circling around the birds to try to drive them into the barn. But the birds flew away. They didn't understand that he was trying to help them. So the farmer went back inside and he stared out the window looking at the sparrows. And then a thought hit him like a lightning bolt that if he could just become one of them for a few moments, he could lead them to a place of warmth and safety. Exactly. The moment we celebrate is when God becomes one of us so that he can lead us to warmth and to safety. Here's Vaughn and Irene as they sing, Mary, Did You Know? Mary, did you know that your baby boy would one day walk on water? Mary, did you know that your baby boy would save our sons and daughters? Did you know that your baby boy has come to me? And this child that you delivered will soon deliver you. Mary, did you know that your baby boy would give sight to a blind man? Mary, did you know that your baby boy would calm the storm with his hands did you know that your baby boy was walk where angels trod and when you kissed your little baby you kissed the face of god oh maybe did you know 
license plate that says happiness is being a grandpa and I'm here with my two grandsons Eli and Chase uh, boy it's great to have you guys with me can you say hi to the cathedral family wave hi, hi. and uh, Eli how old are you ten. you're 10 and Chase how about you how old are you three you're three and you just had a birthday yeah. now what now, so what do you guys want for Christmas what are you hoping Santa will bring you Skateboard. A skateboard? I'm on a skateboard. You want a skateboard too, just like your brother? Yeah. <laughs> I I'm a, I'm a, I want a Darth Vader one. You want a Darth Vader one? Well I'll see I'll see if I can get the message to Santa. If you don't have kids or grandkids this Christmas, I encourage you to borrow some because they bring so much joy to this season. And they're growing up so fast. It seems like just yesterday I was in the maternity ward waiting for my daughter to have that baby. And I don't know why they say you have a baby because it seems to me a baby really has you. Have you ever thought about the way, well, that a baby changes your way? It changes the way that you're house looks or the way your car looks or the way your pocketbook looks. Hello! I saw this one picture of a, a baby and the caption said, you will never sleep in again. <laughs> you know, a baby has the power to change your way. And that's the message of Christmas. As you read the story of the wise men, well, it's a very moving scene. They're searching for the new king, and when they find him, they bow down and they worship him. And then the Bible describes what they do next in this way, that they went home, they went home to their country another way. Now, on the one hand, that's just a bit of geography that in order to not run into Herod, they chose a different road and they went home another way. But on the other hand, Luke gives us a bit of theology that after having an encounter with Christ, well, that Jesus had the power to change their way, that their lives are different. And he does. 
He changes the way that we think and the way that we act and the way that we feel. He takes us off of one path and puts us on a different path. When it seems that there is no way, Jesus has the power to change your way because he is the way, the truth, and the life. And you can go home this Christmas another way. Here are Vaughn and Irene to bring to you the beautiful song, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel.
Each year at the cathedral, at Christmas time especially, we have a chance to step up and serve those who are economically disadvantaged in our community. We want them to know that they matter to God, that they are loved by God even though they're facing a difficult time. And this year we were able to be more generous than ever. We were able to distribute almost 6,000 toys and give away food to almost 8,000 families, $375 worth of food. Of course, behind every statistic is a very personal story. And here's what some of your generosity has meant to these homes this season. struggling a lot because we don't have uh, money to pay our rent or get the basic food. But uh, thanks to other people that help a lot, we can get food here at the, this church. Really, really thank you so much. We appreciate it because they're helping a lot to me, to my family, and to other people. They don't have so much to support it. That was my job. Uh, and it's very hard for me for pay the bills and the rent. and. Um, Thank you so much for everything and I appreciate for, for everybody's support, all the families. All I can say is way to go, Cathedral. Thank you for your extraordinary generosity. The Bible says that when the wise men found Jesus, they bowed down and worshiped him and then they opened up their treasure. And you have done that, not only at Christmas, but you've done it throughout this pandemic that even though we couldn't meet like we were used to meeting, you've continued to faithfully support the work of the kingdom of God at the Cathedral of Faith so we can continue to serve our community and bring the love of Jesus Christ to our world. Thank you, thank you so much for standing with us. It's been two years since I lost my father. We were very close and boy, I sure do miss him. But he did leave me his guitar. And so for the last couple of Christmases, I'll pull out the guitar and play around on it. And this year, well, I started playing around with a song that I like and let me give it a go. It goes like this. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I've heard about this baby boy who comes to earth to bring us joy and I just want to sing this song to you in calls like this the fourth the fifth the minor fall 
In some ways, the year 2020 has seemed like one long, cold, dark night. We had a pandemic that shut down the world. We lost cultural icons, wildfires that darkened the skies. We caught racial injustice on our cell phones. Poverty has skyrocketed in the wealthiest place in the world. And yet remember this, it's always the darkest, just before the dawn. And every year when we celebrate Christmas, it's right after winter solstice, the longest night of the year. The Bible says that those who are living in the land of deep darkness have seen a great light. Have you noticed how much of the story of the nativity is set at night? When Joseph has a dream, it happens at night. When the wise men follow the star, they follow at night. When the angels sing the song to the shepherd, that happens at night. And when the baby is born in the manger, it takes place at night. It's as if God set this whole story in such a way that we would never miss the message. That in this moment, God looked at the darkness that was happening in the world, and one more time he said, let there be light, and there was. The Bible says this about Jesus. You know, the light has come into the world and the darkness has not overcome it, and it never will. May you know the light breaking in to your life this Christmas. The warmth of the light, the strength of the light, the hope of that light, the Father, the Heavenly Father, has left the light on just for you. Would you come home for Christmas? St. Augustine once said, my soul will find no rest until it finds its rest in you. Your heart will never be at home until you come home to the Father by putting your faith and trust in Jesus Christ. And if you'd like to do that, say this prayer after me. Jesus, I believe you are the Savior of the world, and I put my faith and trust in you. I put you in charge of my life, and I receive your love. Thank you, God, for making me a part of your family. Thank you, God, that I finally have come home for Christmas. As we come to the Lord's table, we take the bread. Bethlehem means the house of bread. Jesus was born in Bethlehem because he indeed is the bread of life. And we receive the life that he gives. And then we take the cup. 
His blood was shed for the forgiveness of our sins. He gave his life so that we could have life, eternal life, a life that begins right here and right now. We drink in the life that Jesus brings. Here's DeAndre coming to sing one of my favorite songs, O Holy Night.
Thank you for allowing us to come into your home this Christmas. It's such an honor and a joy to serve you as pastor. And on behalf of the Foreman family and the entire cathedral staff, we want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Can you help me out? Mm -hmm. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. And a Happy New Year. Good tidings we bring to you and your kin. We wish you a Merry Christmas. And a Happy New Year. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. And a Happy New Year. Merry Christmas, Cathedral.